0: Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. This is Mark Joseph Bennett. Should get a middle another middle name. Actually, I have another middle name. It's Samir. Right? I can't remember. You should know your Muslim name, everybody. And that may come as a surprise to some of you people. Some of you have seen my comedy, you know that I'm telling the truth. I uh I have a Muslim name now. Before the authorities start wiretapping me—well, I guess you're already doing that—but before you start placing me in indefinite prisons and, you know, just your—what what do they call it? The Patriot Act in the United States and in Canada the—I don't know what they call it, but, you know, they can just hold you for suspicion of, you know— like an Allah or something like that. Even just saying Allah, I got a nervous feeling in my stomach. Man, what's happened to the world? Guys, I mean Jesus or Allah. You know, anyways, what I'm trying to tell the NSA or whoever is listening now that I've said these trigger words, you know, and it is that bad, right? You know that, that if you say things that they call trigger words, Maybe the word trigger. they are like, oh trigger, what 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 kind of weapon has he got there? See, I just think of all the things I just said. Weapon, Allah, Muslim, my god, that's enough. That's enough for Trump. It's it's more than enough for him. It's enough for probably Justin Trudeau. You know, I know he pretends he's like a ooh to do to do, I'm a good at two shoes, but he'd probably put you in jail too. Anyway, the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, is that um when I married my wife, uh Yeah, she is her father's Muslim. Uh her mother's like Protestant or something. I don't know. Look, okay, here's a disclaimer. Number one, I don't believe in anything. Uh, as most of you know, I don't believe in a fucking thing. Okay, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna start start swearing a little less. You know, there's been I got a baby now, you know. I know he's not currently in the car. I'm recording this of course in the Toyota Prius recording station. Once again, but uh
1: he's not with me.
0: But I'm trying to get out of the habit of just fucking this fucking that, you know. It's it's not easy. It's not easy, but I'm I'm giving it a whirl. So anyway, I don't believe in a fucking thing. All right? I uh I don't I did when I was young, when I was young, I was very Roman Catholic, very Roman Catholic. I was the most Roman of the Catholics i was I was wearing centurion wear constantly, you know, but no, I like we like I used to go to church every Sunday, sometimes I' go twice a week, and you know, my brother was an altar boy, didn't get abused as far as I know, as far as I know, but you know you who knows people block that shit out, you know who knows, maybe I got abused. And I'm blocking it out. Maybe this is my subtle cry for help. I don't think so, though. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure you'd have butt problems. You know, that'd be my guess. And, it's, and, and I don't have a myriad of butt problems. I have a couple, but I mean, I'm also almost 40, right? You're going to get your odd hemorrhoid. I don't think that means a priest was in there. Anyway, we've gotten way off. We've gotten, we've gotten way off topic. I don't believe in anything uh, religious-wise. So my uh, my wife's dad, so my father-in-law, he he's Muslim, and he's a real one, you know. He uh, he he's not like crazy devout, but he you know he he believes in it. And fair enough, you know. I don't know everything. I'm not saying I'm not saying just because I don't believe in it. I'm not saying it's not true. I don't think it's true. Do you know how much shit I'm wrong about? Like most of it, almost everything I'm wrong about. Like I'm wrong about this podcast. I didn't intend to talk about any of this shit. This is when you're talking about this stuff. It should be well thought out. You should you should have a um, you know a plan, a thesis, a metaphysics. You, know, you should be able to defend it to a tribunal of philosophers. You know, I think that's I think that's what people do in their dissertations. I don't know. See, I don't know things. I don't know any things. So you can take what I'm saying about religion with a grain of salt. I don't know anything. But I I will tell you, I will tell you my experience. Now, that's all I can do. Right. I uh, I grew up uh, extraordinarily Roman Catholic. We were from a small town in Newfoundland. Like that's all. Most small towns. It doesn't matter if it's Mexico, New Mexico, Newfoundland, Finland. You know, scan- some Scandinavian countries. Is it Finland and Scandinavia. All right, listen. Listen. Let's stop. I got to stop getting on things that prove my ignorance. I don't know what makes up the Scandinavian countries. I should. If I can, you know what? You know what? That's enough. I'm tired of this ignorance. I'm going to Google it right now. You know... I don't have service. I mean, I'm in the I'm in the parking garage. Oh, I was about to turn over a new chapter in my life. I was. Oh well, now still ignorant. All right, what I'm saying is that uh, I grew up very religious. Started uh, cracks started to form when I was 14, 15 years old. You know, did I talk about this before? That it started. What really started to make me upset was that I was thinking, if my dog died would he not get into heaven? And the priests and the, you know, people were like, no, not really. Dogs don't go to heaven. I'm like, well, well, that's bullshit. You know, all dogs go to heaven is that movie. I never saw that movie, but I bet it's based on that. Some kid was thinking, does my dog go to heaven? And then some priest was like, sure. All dogs go to heaven. He wrote a movie about it. I'm assuming, but my priests, they weren't so nice. They were like, yeah, no, dogs don't get in. Sorry about that. Your best friend in the world is just going to be nothing. And then I see, I never thought I was better than my dog. And I still don't. You know, he was a great dog. Probably, he was a better dog than I am a person. I'll tell you that much. You know, he was, in terms of, for his species, my God, he was a great dog. I am like a below average human. He was, he was an above average dog. The love, the loyalty. From that fucking dog. Right, I'm not swearing anymore. From that friggin' dog. He was a good guy. Elfie, his name was. Not Alfie as in uh, Michael Kine. Not that movie Elfie that he was in. That's A-L-F-I-E. But our dog was E-L-F-I-E. Elfie. And I know that sounds a bit weird, but here's the thing is, we got him uh, as a present from my Aunt Mary. And when I was on my first birthday, so he was my dog. I got him on my first birthday. He was he was a a poodle, French poodle. And don't you judge. He was a manly French poodle. He could fight with the best of them. He'd take you down. If you if you tried to come after baby Mark, old baby Bennett, he would fucking take you down. He, he would. He was very protective. He was a, like, have I established that he's a great dog? He's a great dog. He was. He was a great dog. Wonderful life, okay? 21 years old, he died. And I didn't even, at the time, I didn't realize that was a big deal. You know, I looked it up later. It was like the Guinness Book of World Records at the time was a 24-year-old dog. I'm like, "We we had an old fucking dog. 21 years old. I keep swearing. Sorry about that, everybody. Sorry about that, baby Sam, who might be listening. We have a cat. She seems to like baby Sam. She's not protective of him in the same way that my dog was of me. But, you know, hey, that's just cats and dogs, right? I I think. Anyway, what the fuck was I talking about? You know, screw the swearing thing. I'm going to swear, all right? I'm sorry, Sarah. That's my wife for you first-time listeners. She's not going to listen to this anyway. Maybe this is where I get my swearing out. Maybe I'm like... Fucking fuck fuck on the podcast, and then I I go like a catharsis. I go back home, no swearing. You know, I lo- I don't believe catharsis is actually a thing. People are like it's very cathartic, but I did psych in university, and I'm pretty sure they proved that catharsis doesn't isn't actually something that happens. You can't just go punching on a heavy bag, and then be like, ooh, that was cathartic. Now now I'm going to be calm in my real life. No, like it, apparently if you're if you start punching on a heavy bag and, and you, you 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 exhibit violent tendencies in other places, then you're probably going to be violent in in the other places, too. So so even though I just said maybe I get all my swearing out, chances are if I'm all fuckity fuck on the podcast, I'm probably also going to be like that when I go back to the apartment. You know what? Again. This is very foggy information. It was coming from university. I was what, 20 years ago? I don't remember if, I don't know if I'm right. Maybe catharsis is totally a thing. I'm going to look it up. Well, you know, I'm not going to. I say I'm going to, but you know I'm not. I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to watch a hockey game and I'm going to drink a beer. I thought about bringing a beer down here to the parking garage. And just you know, having a real good time. Having a nice little party podcast. Sipping a beer, relaxing doing the podcast, but I thought that's a little extreme. I I think that something's wrong with taking a beer down to your car in a parking garage and drinking alone in a locked car. I'm, I'm sure that that's some kind of warning sign. So I didn't do it. I was tempted, but I figured let's just do the podcast now so I can go back up and have a beer. You know, because now the baby's in bed. I wait till the baby goes to sleep so I can have a beer. You know, you don't want you don't want your functions impaired. You know, really, I just don't want the baby to spill the beer. He spills everything. Fucking spills everything. Boy, it's really taken me a long time to get back to my point here. But you know what? What else do I got to do? You know, you're listening. What, what, what else do you got to listen to right now? Nothing. Not one other thing is available for you to listen to. So you can just... You you can wait this out with me. Who knows if I'll even get back to my point. I probably won't remember. Any Uh I'm going to keep talking about my dog. Uh, great dog. Got him on my first birthday. Uh, Elfie. I, I, I forgot to tell you the origin of Elfie's name. So, what happened was we got them from a purebred breeder. Now, I don't recommend that to you people out there thinking about getting a dog. Because there's a lot of dogs, a lot of poor dogs in the world. We got our cat a rescue cat. We rescued her. Took her right out of a fire. We did. And um, we, got, we got her from a, a Toronto cat rescue. Toronto's the city we live in. They rescue cats sometimes. We took one of their rescued cats. And she's a lovely cat. And, and that's the first thing you should do. You know, go go get a dog that needs a home. You know, getting a dog from a breeder, it's just, uh, you know, there's, I, I don't think there's anything too wrong with it. I haven't done a huge ton of, uh, of looking into it, but I know it's better to get a rescue dog or to pick up a dog that, you know, there was a litter of puppies, but when you when you're buying dogs from pet stores, when you're buying them from breeders, you know, it 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 propagates a uh that was a good word, right? propagates. It propagates a system that um, creates an overpopulation of dogs. So there there's still more unwanted dogs. So it just Pick up an unwanted dog, and then that dog will be wanted, and that'll be nice. Now we didn't do that. Now I didn't have any control over that. I was I was one. Remember, I wasn't even one. I got him when I was one. So when the when the thought process happened to get the dog, I was less than one. I obviously had no say in the matter. It was Newfoundland in 1979. Nobody knew about dogs and overpopulation. Bob Barker wasn't even saying to have your pet spayed or neutered thing. I don't think at that time. That's how far back this was. All right. And um, we, so we got him from a purebred breeder. He was a purebred, he was of royalty. And uh, they, they just, they gave all the dogs weird names for some reason. Uh, maybe, maybe after mythological, maybe they were reading a lot of those uh, fucking fantasy novels or some shit because his name was Forest Elf. That's what the breeder called him, our dog, Forest Elf. So, um, so I, my mom, my dad, I can't remember, I, I don't know, or my aunt Mary, they just thought, let's just call him Elfie. Elfie. that's a nice name. And now for for 10 years of my life, I, I thought his name was Alfie because Alfie's a real name, you know, A-L-F-I-E Alfie. but Elfie, I had no idea until like, I learned to read and write, and I wrote his name out. And yes, I didn't learn to read or write until I was 10 years old, that's what I'm saying. It's a confession. Ooh, a confession. Yes, let's get back to the religion. <laughs> well, see, I told you I'd get back there. I'm back there now. So I don't believe in a fucking thing. I don't think you should believe what I don't believe, necessarily, because as you are painfully aware, I am a stupid person. It's funny, I never thought I was stupid until i got older when you get older you just you lose a lot of uh your ideals you lose a lot of your your bravado your it just time it chips away at you man it just it it lets you know you're nothing special when you're young like that's why like all the protesters you know they're always oh fuck wall street we're we're the 99% they're all young and idealistic. And, and and look at what fucking happened. Shit all happened at the time. They just they ate hot dogs out on grass for a while. And then they went home um, in desperate need of a shower. But nothing changed. The banks are all bailed out. Everything's just fine. And not only did nothing change, it got worse. Alright? It's worse now. You people... You know, you can like or hate Donald Trump if you want, but but one thing you must know is those 99 percenter people, they weren't, they didn't want Donald Trump in. Generally speaking, the politics of the people on the lawns protesting the big banks were not people who really wanted Trump to go in. So think about that. You went out and you protested and you did your best and the world said, oh yeah, oh you thought it was bad before. Well, you know, you had Obama. Here comes Trump. Like, yeah, and it's not, and don't, and don't get me wrong, it's not just the United States, of course. There's this, it's all over the place. This right wing rhetoric is going all over the place. And is it, remember the Arab Spring? Everyone's like, oh, the Arab Spring That's so great, and Twitter's, and it's just you, a whole revolution by the young people. Whole revolution. Yeah, what did that revolution get you? You got you to a fucking Muslim brotherhood, a very conservative, right-wing type Muslim. Like, just We're going to take away a lot of your rights and a lot of your freedoms. And forgive me, I don't know a ton about it. But I do know that they live in a more conservative environment in Egypt now than they did before the Arab Spring. Like, it, they, it's just you wonder where these things come from. You know, it's like, who did start the movement? Who started this movement? This particular thing that we think young people, young people don't do a fucking thing. I don't, it, it's, it's schemers. People who have an agenda, they organize a thing and then they get their goal. And they, like, I, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm a conspiracy nut, all right? Screaming in his car in the middle of the night. I don't think so. I do not think so. I think that it seems like any protesting, any any uprising, if it does anything at all, it goes in the wrong direction. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a bunch of of protests and demonstrations that have led to good results. I'm sure there must be, right? But I don't know, man. Anyway, where was I? <laughs> where was where the fuck was I? I was talking about how I don't believe in any religion of any kind, but Sarah's dad, Muslim, and uh, there are and, and and by no coincidence, because I'm talking about the Egypt going backwards, he is Egyptian, and um and so he's not he was not wrong to worry about the laws that are in place in Egypt. Um that are in reference to women you see my my wife is a is a a woman right have i have I not told you that my wife is a woman and she is the daughter of a muslim egyptian and I don't know exactly the red tape involved, but in order for her to get inheritance from her father, uh, she needs to be married to a Muslim man. And, uh, that's true. So he was like, you know, things will be a lot more difficult for me to give my daughter what she deserves when I die. If you, uh, don't convert and sign a piece of paper. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do that shit. Let's do it. And uh I did. And I I had to pick a name. I had to, and I went with uh Samir, which is uh it means entertainer sort of sort of. It also is the name of her uh her richest uncle. So, you know, huh? I'm always thinking, "No, he's actually a pretty good guy." Uh, And he has given us, he gave us a a wedding present of like 500 euros, which is uh, a certain amount of Canadian dollars. And um, he also gave Sam our our little baby, Sam. Uh, Yeah, I just realized that the other day. We called our, my Muslim name is Samir, and we called our kids Sam. So Sarah's uncle, Samir, he must think we're obsessed with him. He's going to stop giving us presents just because he thinks, you know what, guys, that's, it's a little much. All right. Just back the fuck off. But like we're not we're not those types. Of, we're not I'm only I'm only fucking around. We're not taking advantage of the guy. I just like the name Samir because it sounds good and it sort of means entertainer. I, and, 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 you know, that's that's what I try to do. So I, I just thought it was good. And plus, I didn't give a shit. Because I, I'm, I'm not really Muslim. <laughs> because I, I'm not really anything. I don't care. And, uh, but if it makes it easy, legalities. I, how in the fuck? How is it the case that legally things will be easier if I say I believe a certain fairy in the sky? Like, honest a fucking, how has the world, 2017, ladies and gentlemen. Like, Go ahead and believe the Care Bears are flying around on a bunch of fucking clouds, and they're the ones that are making it rain and doing whatever it is you think religion does, and that when you die, you'll go up and you'll play pool with Jimi Hendrix and, and your dog and your grandmother and everybody's the same age somehow, and, and but it's perfect nirvana, but there's no sex or or drugs or booze, so it sounds like shit. Look, whatever you believe, whatever the fairies in the skies that you believe, go ahead and believe them. Sure, fill your boots, have at it, have a good time. If if it gives you the nicey feels in your guts and you're not hurting other people, fine. But how is it like? How are there laws based on this? a bunch of belief like they're they're literally called beliefs they're not called facts they're called beliefs you know and we and there are laws based on this shit and not just of course uh with with that with it's not just the muslim people you know it's there's there's also laws based on christianity there's just court systems and they say, "Oh, there's a separation between state and church." No, not always, and, and it, it blows your mind, blows your mind like all the honor killing and stuff like that. Look, I now, let's not talk about that shit. All right, I'll get mad, and 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 I don't need that in my life right now. All I'm saying is, it's a weird, it's weird. Okay, like beliefs are beliefs. Go ahead. Be wrong. Be right. I don't give a... F- I don't give a shit. But... Laws? I mean, laws anyway. Any must mahoozals I uh, had to sign a piece of paper that said Sarah can now get some money from her father when he dies. Uh, Because she married an upstanding man of Islam, a a Muslim man, uh, Samir, Samir the Entertainer. That's me. But uh, here's the thing. I mean, we did it in the Ivory Coast, so I don't think there's technically any kind of record of it. And uh, they spelled my name wrong, so that's another bonus for me. I probably shouldn't say it on the on the podcast airwaves, because they're going to be looking for me now at the border. Like we, nah, I don't get, and I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. That's the reason I'm saying. My wife will probably say to me, "How come you talked about that? You shouldn't talk." because she's genu- genuinely concerned. Let me tell you something. You gotta, you gotta stand up for something. And I don't believe in any of your bullshit, any of your religious bullshit. Uh, but what I do believe in is that I should be allowed to say words and not go to jail. That's right. I'm a fucking. I, I'm, a, I'm a. What do you call him? A, I'm a warrior. Prince, a principal warrior, a warrior of principles is what I am. So, yeah, signed a piece of paper. This was a long time ago now. But, you know, what? look at the the world. Yeah, my wife literally was born in Egypt. So she's thinking she's not going to go to the States until Donald Trump is gone um, because they may stop her. And she's not wrong. Like, that's what's insane is that she grew up in Canada, but she was born in Egypt just like for a day. And uh yes, you might have trouble. God knows some people in that situation from other countries have trouble. You know what I think about this uh the Trump thing is I think that he's going to just call it quits. And a lot of people are like oh, he's going to get impeached. He's going to go to jail. You're going to see him. We we're going to get him we're going to get him out of there. I don't think anybody I don't think you're going to need to do any of that. That man does not want to be the president. He just he just wanted to win. He just wanted to be a big man on campus. But it was like fucking Howard Stern was saying it. He's seventy years old. He's got private planes, helicopters, a model wife, a bunch of nice kids, kids that like him. You know, he's got he couldn't be more successful. You win. You won life, buddy. Alright? You even got a TV show, you're a household name for fuck's sake, you win. And now you got to be president like that is that's a long work day for a 70 year old man who's used to a life of leisure. That's why he's taken so many golf trips. He just he's like, oh, I miss my whole life. I miss it. Yeah, you should. You fucking idiot. You should miss it. What did you think Like he would say? "Uh, it's, It's a lot more work than I thought. What did you think? You know, it's like 20 hours a day, right? It's a fucking... Did you see Obama? He went in as a young man, and yes, eight years passed, but it looked like 90 years had passed by the time he got out. He just looked like... It it looked like he had stood in a boxing ring and taken punches to the face for eight years because that is technically what happened to him. Worse than that, the amount of shit on his conscience... The amount of shit he had to see and had to do. The amount of fucking shit he got wrong. Even the stuff he got right. So many people were were, were dead because of it. Like, that is fucking... That is not, that's not a life you want. Trump, Jesus Christ, what was wrong with you? What are you thinking? You had it all. For fuck's sake, you had it all. You gotta be careful what you wish for, people. You can't get... Can't get too close to the sun, Icarus. You'll die. That's what happened to Icarus. I think he died. I know his wings melted. And, you know, if you're up really high and you don't have any wings, I'm pretty sure you'd you'd die. And most of those stories end very tragically, so I'm assuming... On to other topics, <laughs> <laughs> I right, listen, I don't even know if I'm going to put this one out. Jesus Christ. I had a bunch of nice things I was going to talk about, and now I'm, I'm just I've been talking about religion and politics. Those are the two things you're not supposed to talk about at the dinner table or in your podcast car. You're not supposed to talk about that shit. It upsets people we don't want people upset. Elvira Kurt, well, when I did the show with her last week, she was uh, the guest on the last podcast. She was up on stage talking about stuff, ruffling feathers. She calls herself chafing, you know, so she uh, and she's a lovely woman and she's very funny. And um, but she thinks it's her job to do that. And you know what? I, I thought that for myself for a while. I thought, you got to get up on stage and you got to fucking, you got to challenge people. You got to, you got to make them think. You got to, you got to hold up a mirror to society, man. You got to fucking, you got to show them in a satirical format that the shit they're thinking's wrong. Or right, if they're right. I don't know, man. I just I don't know. As I get older, I just wonder is it doing any good? You know? Is it do like look at it, look at the way that the, the way the world is going right now. Everybody's getting scared and they're shutting down their borders. That's what everybody does when they get scared. They're like, "Oh no." It's so funny. The the more scared people get, the more they put in um, very conservative agendas, which increases, uh, it increases the, the, well, it decreases, I should say, the equality across the board because the people, the haves, they want to keep what they have and the have nots there, they start getting even less. And then they start getting really pissed off because they're like, look at all these haves. So you're going to, you're just going to put up the borders and you're not going to let me try to come in even though my country's war torn and uh I'm trying to make a better life for myself and I'm a fucking surgeon. Oh, I'm pissed off. And you should be pissed off. You're surgeon from a war torn country. Fucking people shutting down their borders, people doing yeah, you know, just no me. I'm going to keep mine. We want to keep our money. And that that's it's just it's sweeping the globe. And every fucking comedian. And every fucking entertainer. Um, there's more musicians. Let's write some songs, everybody. Let's change the world with their songs. There's love for everybody. Which is a great song. The one I just made up. Well, let me tell you something. It doesn't do a fucking thing. All right? All the entertainers, all the lefties out there, they're, they're all together. And they're like in France right now, they're, they're all the, the people are against Le Pen, who is an outright racist. Her dad was the biggest racist in history, literally noted as like top five. Just apparently has been anyway, I don't know much about it. So but what, let's just say look up Le Pen, Marie Le Pen and her dad. If you're if you're I mean, people over in Europe, they go, oh, Mark, we know what the fuck you're talking about. We know far more than you do about it. Yes, I know that. But I'm saying there are people who don't know that, you know, who who, go ahead and look it up. So France is it's now there's two people who can get in. One guy is is like a big bank guy. He comes from like the Goldman Sachs of France. And then uh, uh, and the other one is Le Pen, who is just an outright bigot and hates immigrants. And um, they call they're calling her the French Donald Trump. But uh, yeah, but Donald Trump is just a fucking reality TV star who wanted to get in. Like this is a, this is her life. She has been actively, aggressively pursuing these ignorant policies. So, and everyone over in Europe and in France, they're like, oh, the musicians were all holding hands and they're all saying the same fucking thing. They're all, there's just look, there's no way she'll get in. You know, because we're all, we all are against her. We're all going to rise up at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You see that? You see Donald Trump? You saw you saw that, right? Because that was what everybody was saying around. You know, you got your, everybody banding together. Everyone at award shows and stuff standing up. Oh, guys, listen, this is a tough time. Get out there and vote. Make sure you get out there and vote. We don't, we don't want the bad things to happen. You didn't make a fucking difference. You're no so. You know when I think about going up on stage, ranting and raving, trying to tell everyone like it really is, man. Don't you see, man? Your government, man, with your conspiracy bullshit. Like you know, it doesn't do any anyone any good. Doesn't do anyone. Did you see the Heineken commercial? Jesus Christ is that great? So Pepsi came out with the worst fucking commercial of all time. You know what? Do you, what do you think? You hired Jenner, one of the Kardashian girls, or some of the shit? You, you, Number one, you know that someone's not thinking. You're going to do a commercial about revolution and about change, and you pick up uh, the fucking the the worst of the reality. The I don't even know what she is. She was when. When I found out about the Kardashians and there was these Jenner kids, but they were like 9-year-old girls or something. All of a sudden now everybody wants to have sex with her or something. I don't know how it works. I I'm hoping at least she's old enough that uh all this attention about her is uh is legal, all right? And I'm going to be the first to say I don't know anything about her. Never looked her up. I don't I think her name is Kendall Jenner, I think. And I think that she is the daughter Of Bruce Jenner, who is now Caitlyn Jenner, and like a stepsister to the Kardashian girls, Kim and I'm gonna say Chloe and Blowy is I think the third one. Old Blowy Kardashian, old Bloaty. Yeah, she does look a little bloated Uh, in the face. That's not a nice thing to say. I'm sorry, Bloaty. So Pepsi went and they did a fucking commercial about, hey, just revolution, change, sort of women, sort of black people, sort of, hey, drink a Pepsi, everything's fine. And everyone was like, oh, fuck yourselves, you ignorant, blasé pieces of shit. And uh, yeah, yeah. What did you think, guys? Jesus Christ. Anywho, um, Heineken came out with uh, a commercial where they put two people who are polar opposites together in a room working on a task and then um and they, they did it with a, a group three three different sets of two people. And uh so one guy didn't believe in global warming. Another guy was saying climate change is the biggest his biggest cause in life. And um uh, one girl, was, a, I'm a huge feminist, and the other, there was a guy saying, feminism's ruining the world. And so they paired these people together, and these people didn't know anything about each other. So they go in, they, they had to do a task. Now, this is very smart by Heineken, because as a proven, I did psych in university. Guys, I have a psychology degree, okay, from Memorial University of Newfoundland, which is the most prestigious university in the, in the world. Yeah, in the world. And uh so I'm basically the best psychiatrist. Yeah, at least in Canada. At least. So in my psychology degree, yeah. I uh I learned about the fact that that is if you take people who disagree, like uh people who are say like, racist against one another, and you put them on a task together, so and they need to accomplish this task, uh for the benefit of of both of them. If they have a goal that they need to accomplish and they need to work together to do it and it benefits them both, then they won't be racist at the end of the uh, experiment. And so this has been proven time and time again. So Heineken used this little fucking method, which was a great thinking. And then at the end of it, they show the videos of the the people, like the guy who's doesn't like feminism. He sees the video of the other girls like I'm a feminist. And then he realizes that the girl he's been working with all day is, is what he thinks is his enemy. And so he said, now you guys can just walk away or you can talk about your differences over a beer and everybody stays and has the beer to talk about their differences. And they say, if only the world could be like that. I'm like fucking Heineken. I am so happy that I drink your beer for several reasons. Number one, you know, you kill all my sadness. You help me function. But number 2, like and well, 2, it's a nice tasting beer. I, I enjoy the taste of a Heineken. And number 3, uh you you hit the nail on the head. They they have been such fucking great marketers. I can't even believe it. So great. And these guys uh that's that's what I'm that's what I've been saying about the world like and one of the reasons i'm sort of i'm just i'm backing off the gas on like when i was I used to write material for stage i was constantly thinking yeah hey, this isn't biting enough it needs to be harder hitting i need to i need to stand for things i need to have an agenda but i tell you i think what you need to do is have a beer with people people who you disagree with because you know what like if you that, that's the real shame is if people get to know other people without knowing their that, you know, their politics or, or, or the shit that they believe or don't believe. A lot of times they'll just get along because people are just inherently pretty the same. They just want to have nice lives. They want to have good times. They want to have a few laughs, you know. So if you if you can get through to people, make them like you. You know? And you like them. Like, I like anyone who likes me. That's, that's the number one key to getting me to like you. You like me. That Guys, I did psychology in university, and that's called reciprocal liking, okay? Literally, when I heard that the first time, I'm like, do you really need a fucking term for that? Re- you, reciprocal liking. I like you because you like me? That's common sense you had a bunch of dirt bags reciprocal liking you're just trying to justify your fucking textbooks at that point when you breathe in air that's called reciprocal oxygen i was trying to think of another word <laughs> but look i'm i've had a long day i actually haven't had a long day at all although we're trying to do more things with the boy okay let me get back let me get back let me get back to uh reciprocal liking. So if you like me, I like you. I, that That's how all Benny works. And so the way I can get you to like me as an entertainer is to entertain you. If I entertain you, and then and you, you're like, hey, I like that guy. And then I, of course, reciprocally, I'm like, oh, I like you too. And then we can... We can just, we don't even necessarily have to have a dialogue. I don't have to say, hey, how do you feel about the blacks? You know, it's just, you will you will get from me that I'm okay with the blacks. That me and the blacks, we are cool. And you will think to yourself, hey, the guy I like seems to be cool with the blacks. Maybe I should be cool with the blacks. You know, I know I'm oversimplifying it because that's how I like to live. But that's the thing. If you just if we can talk to people like Mom, my dad my dad has a small place in Florida. He just he got a little little winter home in Florida, and he was saying the people down there, they're just very Trump supporters. This was before he got in. They were and I was like, what? That seems so crazy. And I said, Do you know anything? He goes, Yeah, lots of my friends. And it's just here they're his friends. And I've met some of them. They're nice people. They just, you know. They came to a different conclusion than I think they should have. But that's maybe because nobody had a there was there was no real in to a conversation that could be had that would show them, look, uh, yes, I get it. You don't like the way things are right now. um, And here are the things maybe we can do about it or. But here's the going to be the problem with with what you want to do. If. Trump gets in. Here is why this is going to get worse. ABC. You know, and I, it wouldn't be a conversation exactly like that. You know what I mean? But it's just that there's no conversations happening at all. You got one side, Oh, fuck you, and the other side, oh, fuck you. I'm not going to put this podcast out. What am I going to do? I've been I've been talking for 43 minutes about things that I shouldn't be talking about. But I don't know. I'm going to go upstairs and get a Sam Adams. I'm not going to lie to you. I was going to say I'm going to go get a Heineken, but I just I didn't buy any Heineken because I was at the store that sells Sam Adams, and most of the uh, liquor stores don't sell Sam Adams around here, and I love that beer. So when I was there, I just stocked up on Sam Adams. There was no room in the budget for a Heineken, but I swear to God I'll drink another one. I'll drink a Heineken this week. I promise you that. All right? That's the one thing I can do that I guarantee you know, just have these open dialogues. We'll, we'll, we'll all have a Heineken. We'll get together. We'll talk about why it's okay to be Muslim, why it's okay to be Roman Catholic, why it's okay to not give a flying fuck about either of those two. So thanks for listening. That is it for this podcast. I'm going to try to put up another one on Thursday. This one will go up on Monday. Try to put up another one Thursday. I started to do one a week on Monday, and I got to say, I, don't, I feel like I'm not in rhythm. You know, as you can tell from this podcast, I've, I, I'm in a better rhythm when I rant and rave when I do two a week. So I'm going back to the two-a-week format. Think about You get bonus. I said shut ups for no extra charge. So uh, I'll, I'll talk to you on Thursday. Okay? See you later. I said shut up.